My Car Guru, July 20th, 2022. Well, good morning, folks. This is Lenny Lawson, the Car Guru, and I must tell you, I just had a paradigm shift. You ever heard that term? Well, that's where, you know, you have this perspective on something and you have this mindset about that particular thing and then you experience it or you see it or you hear it, something to that effect, and it completely changes your perspective on that thing. That just happened to me right after or as I was driving the all-new F-150 Lightning fully electric truck. Um, I can honestly say that it's faster than the Corvette that I just had. Maybe it's not faster, but it feels a lot faster. Not a lot. It feels faster or as fast. I know it's faster than my 2005 Porsche 911 Carrera S. Um, this thing is, is an absolute beast. Plus, it's extremely smooth. So let me fill you in here. I'm a Ford dealer in Greenville, Tennessee. I'm also the car guru, but that's a separate identity. Uh, identify as a car guru. And I identify as a car dealer, Ford dealer and Nissan dealer. So for those of you who aren't familiar with me, then I just thought I'd do that little introduction. This radio show is about the car business, but it's also about cars and trucks and SUVs and and my feelings and observations and experiences with cars, the history of cars, the uh, traditions in our country that uh, surround the automobile. So anyway, that's what we do here on this radio show. The reason, One of the reasons I'm introducing that is because I am uh, not only going to be broadcasting this radio show on, on this radio station, I'm going to be podcasting it as well. That's right. And so all of my shows will be available. I'll give you the uh, details on that before long. So if you want to go back and hear something, I will title all of them so that you can see, um, you know, before you dive into one, what I'm going to be talking about that day. And uh, like I say, sometimes it's kind of a journey. Have you noticed? I mean, it's a 25-minute journey sometimes where we kind of bounce around on some issues. But I always try to give valuable content to people who want to know more about cars. And and uh, the other people can change the radio station or listen to another podcast about, you know, underwater basket weaving or whatever their interests are. So I'm just keep plowing ahead on this uh, F-150 Lightning right now. So as, as you know, I'm not a big electric vehicle fan until you drive one. And then you say, okay, this is really cool, but where am I going to get it charged? That's going to be the big issue going forward. You can always charge it at your house and then drive 350 miles unless you're towing something with the uh, the lightning truck, and then you're going to lose about half your range. But that's okay. You know, rarely do I, I pull my trailer, my camper, more than 50 miles. So, I mean, unless you're going on a cross-country trip, that would be rather inconvenient to buy an F-150 Lightning and, and have to go to all the different charging stations every 150 miles. That would be no fun. Wouldn't recommend it. Instead, I would buy the Power Boost F-150. Well, you know, I don't know if, if Chevrolet or... Ram makes anything comparable to, uh, I think pretty much they're just gas and diesel. I think Ford is the has proven to be somewhat of a, the innovator when it comes to powertrains. Uh, the uh, hybrid F-150, which is what I own and drive, is called the, if you look at the little symbol on the side of it or the logo, it says Power Boost. If you see that, then it has a, uh, up to a 7.2 kilowatt 
uh, battery on it, and um, it will power your house, basically. It has a 240 plug in the back, and uh, it's kind of a neat thing in case Armageddon happens. At least you could survive for 45 hours until the gas runs out. So that's not that's good, I guess. Um, so anyway, the lightning acceleration is ridiculous. Uh, you can I put it in the sport mode. That's where you experience the neck snapping G's. Here's what I'd like for you to do if if uh, if you live within earshot of uh, East Tennessee, Western North Carolina, come to Gateway. I'll let you drive this lightning. We'll go out together. Um, it's uh, I'm not going to let anybody drive it by themselves, especially. My salespeople, it's just too much power. And I guarantee these young guys and one young girl, they first thing they'll do is they'll jump in, bring up the vehicle uh, features, and they'll put it in sport mode. They don't want to mess around with normal mode. They want to see the, the acceleration. So very impressed. I tell you what I'm more imp- – well, I can't say more impressed, but I'm very impressed – with the way it rides, too, because this is the first F-150 to have a four-wheel independent suspension. That's pretty cool. You know, it really makes a difference in the ride because most trucks, they have to they have to haul a lot, and so they have, not all trucks, but most trucks have leaf springs in the rear and a solid axle, and so that's just the best way to carry a lot of weight. Um, but this uh, this truck does not have that. It has independent suspension. It has a motor, electric motor, in the rear, right between the wheels, and a very short uh, shaft that goes to each wheel. And then you have uh, another motor in the front and battery pack in the middle. I've had several people say, where's the battery? And I said, well, it's between the frame rails. You're sitting on part of it, but it does go back uh, underneath the uh, bed as well. Handling-wise, um, you know, in terms of uh, ergonomics on the interior, it's pretty much the same. It has one of those big, massive, you know, 32-inch screen in the day. It's not that big. It's like, I don't know, 15, 18 inches. It's Tesla big, and uh, that's where you get all your information. And then, of course, the dash pod in front of you, the normal where the normal instruments w- would be, are uh, all digital. So, uh, anyway, it's it rides great. It's quiet. You know, what's weird is there's no shifting with an electric vehicle. Um, It just builds speed. There's no hesitation for it to go from, you know, third to fourth, fourth to fifth and stuff. It just just goes. And that's that's fun. It's entertaining. Um, And you can be entertained for, let's see, the price on this one is $69,000. a lot of Ford dealers are getting in trouble for charging way in excess of MSRP on these things, and people are going irate. Uh, this one dealer charged fifty grand over window sticker. That's a little excessive. <laughs> I'm kidding. If you order one uh, from uh, Lightning from Gateway, uh, we don't charge over MSRP. We just charge the window sticker, and that's the way it's going to be on on these trucks because we don't even have an invoice. I mean, we get billed MSRP. And then when we sell one, we get a fee that Ford pays us for selling it. Isn't that nice of them? So don't go in and say, how much are you going to knock off? Because, you know, most dealers are going to charge a whole lot extra. We won't. But I'm not a martyr here. I'm just, uh, that's just the way we do business on sold orders. If we trade for one, now here's my philosophy. If I trade for one back, or if I buy one on the on the open market, then you know sky's the limit. I'm gonna charge whatever the market value is, and you would too. 
if you were me. But as a dealer, I feel a certain obligation uh, to my company, Ford Motor Company. Well, my company. I do own stock in Ford, but they're, you know, they don't own any stock in Gateway Ford. But I am loyal, and, um, and I understand people have a heart, get a lot of heartache on paying over MSRP. But, folks, you got to understand these dealers, and me included at times, we have, uh, we have such reduced inventories, uh, we, and the law of supply and demand is kicking in. We have to charge more because we don't get enough to survive at normal pricing. So I know you're feeling really sorry for us right now, but just don't. Um, another thing, and I'll tell you about another really cool thing that happened yesterday. I sold um, a vehicle on, on bringatrailer.com. And it was one, I had so many doubters in my business, my nephew, my, my daughters, um, my service manager, numerous other people said, Lenny stepped into it this time. He ain't going to be able to make any money on that one. Well, I'll tell you about it here in just a minute. Okay, this is Lenny Lawson again, the car guru. Thanks for checking in. Uh, this, what is this? This is a Wednesday morning. That's right. Um, you know, I'm uh, very appreciative of my listeners. They give me a lot of feedback. I enjoy it. I enjoy the text messages that you send. Lenny, you're talking too much. Well, there's nobody else to talk to, to do the talking. So uh, I, just the negative feedback, keep it to yourself. Positive feedback, bring it on. Uh, anyway, my cell phone number is 423-552-2020. You know, I, I just wonder if it's wise to give that number out since I'm going national, you know, with my podcast. Yes, I'm going national. I'm going to have a podcast, and, and it will be stereo quality and not AM radio quality like you're hearing right now, but stereo. And so you'll be able to uh, uh, listen to both sides of my voice, I guess. I don't know how stereo works. But you'll be able to uh, listen better and, and learn better, hear better. So it's going to be nationwide, worldwide, really, I guess, podcasts. And, and so I'm putting all my shows on there. I'm titling them so it'll make it easier for you to uh, check in with the guru when you need to. So I do sell a lot of cars, um, you know, the normal, traditional way, I guess, through a car dealership, mine. And, um, you know, that works pretty well. But occasionally you have to jump onto the new trends. Back in 2017, I jumped on to bringatrailer.com. I know, it sounds like a weird name. It used to be a forum that car lovers would get together and maybe swap cars. That's why they said called it Bring a Trailer. And, um, you know, if somebody wanted to sell a car, it wasn't like a, an official auction. It was just a like a classified ad place. Didn't cost anything. It was free. And I guess somebody had the brilliant idea, well, let's, let's turn it into an auction. You know, let's actually swap cars on here. So they did. Originally, when I got on in uh, 2017, they were charging like $350 to list a car. Um, they realized real soon they'd get more listings if they just dropped that to 99 bucks. So they did. And uh, most of the cars that I've sold have been listed at the $99 level. And that's all that the seller pays. So... Uh, there's a lot of work involved. You got to take really good pictures. You got to have really good uh, descriptions of the cars and history, and any you got to take, take pictures of your documents and stuff like that. You got to give people really warm fuzzies when they're going to buy when they're going to spend a bunch of money on a car and never see it or drive it. So anyway, let's let's 
let's fast. Well, yeah, fast forward. I was starting to say flash forward, but that doesn't make sense. So let's fast forward to yesterday when uh, I had, at the end of my seven-day auction, all of those are seven-day auctions, um, for a 1988 Toyota FJ62 Land Cruiser is what most of you know him as. So this was a um, this Land Cruiser was a complete restoration. When they started it, it had 190,000 miles, and they turned it into a better than brand new Toyota Land Cruiser. And they stuffed a 350 Chevy all aluminum V8 engine in in it, into it, and a four speed automatic transmission from General Motors. Transformed the vehicle. It went from like 120, 130 horsepower to 360 horsepower. And it was done by a place that has a really good reputation. So I put it on Bring a Trailer. And uh, I think my first bid was $25,000, and that was like seven days ago. And a lot of comments started coming in about the vehicle. And, you know, somebody said, well, the thing's showing an accident on Carfax. And I said, well, it doesn't show one on AutoCheck. And I don't think TLC or Toyota Land Cruiser, the people who actually did the, the restoration, would have, um, you know, taken a vehicle and started with a vehicle that had any damage. As a matter of fact, during the auction, the former owner of TLC, who now owns Icon Bronco, um, chimed in. And I, I was really quite amazed that he did. Now, all of this happens in the comment section. I kind of forgot to bring that up. There is a comment section in this auction. And that's what gives people comfort because a lot of people, you know, jump in and point out defects and things that people need to think about. A lot of people just get on there and, and talk and tell stories. Well, my grandpappy used to own one of these. Nobody really cares about that, but I guess they like to hear hear themselves type. But so uh, this particular vehicle had a lot of good input, input from people, including the guy who actually restored it, his company. Oh, man. When he chimed in, that's when the bidding took off. So it had, over a period of six days, it had gotten up to 83000 and then it just, just stopped. No, I take it back. $62,500. And then when that guy chimed in, man, it jumped to 83. And in the last two minutes, so what happens with Bring a Trailer is in the last two minutes, it's not like an eBay auction where, you know, somebody can jump in there at the last second of the auction and, and steal it from everybody else. With Bring a Trailer, when it gets down to the last two minutes, if anybody bids in those last two minutes, it resets the clock. So it can get down to two seconds. Somebody bids resets to two minutes, and it just keeps doing that. Well, it did it a bunch of times and got up to way above my reserve, and um, it actually ended up selling for 110000 Now, this thing sold new probably for, I don't know, 1988, maybe 18000 maybe in the low 20s. I should have checked that out. But it sold for 110000 Now, what do I get when it sells for 110000 Well, you know, it costs $99 to list it. So that's it. Plus, I had to take a bunch of pictures and, you know, spend a lot of time writing up the story. And so uh, uh, the that's what I get. I get I get a check for 110000 minus the wiring fee, which is $10. Bucks. Um, the guy in Michigan that's buying it, he has to pay, bring a trailer, an, an additional $5,000. Uh, that's their maximum. Um, it's typically 5%. So whatever the seller pays last bid, he you tack 5% onto that. And that's how Bring a Trailer makes their money, plus the $99 listing fee. 
So it works really good. Well, uh, this guy, um, I'm not going to say his name, but what a great guy. What I love doing is right after the end of the auction, uh, Bring a Trailer sends you a uh, email address and a phone number for the guy and tells you who bought your vehicle. Well, I call him. And the first words, he answers the phone, and I said, I didn't even introduce myself. I said, well, that was fun, wasn't it? And he said, who is this? And I said, this is Lenny Lawson, the guy you bought the Toyota from. Oh, okay. You know, so we had a great talk, and he is so happy. Now, now get this. This is the cool part. So TLC is the company. It's called Toyota Land Cruiser. TLC is the company that restored this vehicle. At the time, they were in California. Well, uh, the guy that owned the company decided to do Icon Bronco, and Icon is the name of his company. Very high-end restorations of Ford Broncos, Toyota Land Cruisers. I can't remember what else he does. There's some other... I don't know if he's doing international scouts now or not. Probably not. They're all rusted and gone. So anyway, he sold this company, TLC, to a guy who uh, was from North Carolina. Well, they moved the whole operation to North Carolina. So, long story short, this guy that bought my Land Cruiser has had a Land Cruiser sitting in the parking lot at TLC in North Carolina for two years waiting for them to get started on his. He saw mine and he said, wait a minute, I'll just buy that one. And he did. And so we had a little laugh about that. And he said, I said, well, is TLC going to be a little upset at you? He said, well, I don't think so. I didn't really think about that, but I'll, I'll probably just get the get it back and and sell it. I said, I know a good place to sell it. Where's that? Bring a trailer. So um, I, he wired me the funds. And, of course, you have to still put the deal together. I mean, it, it's not a done deal. I mean, when he buys it, his credit card is charged five grand. So he's motivated to, you know, pay the rest and get the car. And I, I don't know how many of these transactions I've done, 30 or more, on Bring a Trailer by itself. But it is uh, pretty seamless, and I've never – not let me knock on wood here. I have never not been able to put the final details of a deal together. So it's just re two really good things, uh, really good stories. Oh, well, you may not have thought so, but really good uh, endings. Uh, I'm – had a paradigm shift. Uh, I'm kind of an electric guy. I like them. I uh, just, you know, worried about the industry, this big transfer. But, you know, again, I'm going to keep you on the cutting edge of that. And then the other side of that is selling a car can be really fun if you know where to go and how to do it. A lot of people don't. And uh, one of the things that I do as a part of my semi-retirement I'm 75% working. I'm 25% retired, and I like it. But And that's probably going to be what my retirement looks like from here on out. But, uh, you know, the thing is, if I can help you sell a car, I mean, I, not if, I can help you sell a car. Now, if you have a four-door Buick Electra 225 um, sitting outside that's rusted to the ground, you, you need to call the salvage yard, not me. But if you've got something with two doors, and four doors if it's really rare, um, an old SUV. Right now, Toyota trucks, you know, old Tacomas and not Tundras, but old Tacomas and and old Chevy Blazers, um, you know, the the K five Blazers, the uh, any type of uh, uh, SUV that's from the late '60s, '70s, uh, some Jeeps, not all. Mostly older Jeeps, CJ5s and 
Uh, you remember the scramblers? Those are kind of hot. And even, you can get back into the 50s, but I tell you, folks, if you own a 55 Chevrolet or a 57 or something like that, if you want to get any money out of it, you better hurry up because those people are dying and they're not buying cars anymore. They're the ones selling cars, trying to get rid of stuff. And you know what that does to price when a bunch of people try to unload their 57 Chevys at the same time? The price goes down. So now's the time to unload some of that stuff. Just This is the kind of stuff that you will learn listening to this radio show. So anyway, call me, 423-552-2020, or send me a text message. That's the best way, and then I'll get back with you on that. Okay, last break. Be back in a minute. I'm not here advertising for Google. They don't need me. But if you want to learn just about how to do anything, you can just Google it. Um, every time I ask somebody, how do you do this, they just get their phone out, start Googling it. Um, and I was wanting to learn how to play Brown Sugar on my guitar. Uh, you know, the Rolling Stones song. Brown Sugar, the chord progression is is kind of, kind of hard to do on an acoustic guitar like my Martin D28. It's just the the neck just doesn't go down far enough. and Plus, it's a different kind of a tuning. If You guitar players know what I'm talking about. And so, uh, but I just, I wanted to know how to do it because I heard it on radio and I said, I want to learn that. So I, I YouTubed it, Googled it, which, you know, Google owns YouTube. So I, I put it on YouTube and there's this guy, really nice guy, and he showed me how to play it. And so now i got to buy me an electric guitar so I can play Brown Sugar. I probably won't, though. I'll just borrow my nephew's electric guitar. I tried the electric guitar thing, and it's just not me, you know, playing it. I've been playing an acoustic guitar since I was uh, eight. And um, and that's just my bag. You know, I play a lot of James Taylor and John Denver and, and Eagles and stuff like that. And... Uh, doesn't it seem weird that I would be interested in playing Brown Sugar? It's just a really good lick. But if you want to learn anything like that, you learn. I learn stuff about cars all the time. I wonder sometimes how an electric motor works. So I just watched it on YouTube. Still don't understand. You know, there are things that I just cannot comprehend and don't need to. Uh, I just need to know how to sell cars and, and help people buy cars and take care of customers and Share the love on My Car Guru. Well, thanks for listening to this edition, and I'll see you tomorrow.